Hello, I'm Molly Stewart. And I'm Brad Fitch, and this is Home, Home for Hallmark, Hallmark, your new Countdown to Christmas podcast miniseries. Molly, this week was finger-licking good. <laughs> yeah, this week we dropped a bonus episode. That's and right. And we are going to talk about Christmas She Wrote, and it's time we come home for Christmas. Christmas chess. Santa Claus, my papa lieutenant. <laughs> Unfinished romance novels. <laughs> Those are Santa Claus. What was it? Santa Claus. <laughs> you still can't say it. Santa Claus, Mapolitan. <laughs> Santa Claus, Mapolitan. Oh, well, we're ready to talk about it. So, yeah, we did. Uh, we we could not resist not doing a talk on the Lifetime short that came out today. Um Recipe for Seduction mm, that stars. And it was finger licking good, like you said. Mario Lopez. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> so we did, we're, we, we don't want to disappoint our Hallmarkies, but we did work on that. Um, so please check that episode out. Um, we are going to talk about two movies today, one in a very condensed way. Yes, but we hope fun and fresh. Sure. A new way. Sure. Right? right. We're going to, we are going to compete uh, if you want to use that term, with our top five moments in the film and our bottom five moments of the film, right? Well, there's no competition here. <laughs> so, good luck. Oh, I always lose, Brad, when it comes to you. Yeah. So, what what movie are we doing this week? We are week? doing Time for Us to Come Home for Christmas. All right. Ooh, Ooh this is okay, our, let's get moving. This is our game all show right, music. All right. I feel, I feel lucky. Um, one of my... I'll start off. Sure. Top five moments. Yep. Mom's community service law practice. Oh. Right? Yeah, that making was the, great. Making justice work for everyone. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now you. The cash register. <laughs> I loved it. Oh. I loved it so register. much. It was such trash. I it, loved it. <laughs> it made both my top five and my bottom five. Yeah. So it was good. Yeah. It was a love-hate thing. I loved uh, it. Okay. Okay. No snow. Pl- no snowflake gifts in this movie. No. Oh, but oh, but Karen was wearing a snowflake necklace. Right. But it wasn't gifted. It wasn't a gift. Yep. Okay. Bring it. Okay. Um, ben in that green sweater. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was that, <laughs> the green sweater. I'm saying. That was. A I, I, I took a note. That wow, was... that green sweater. And then she later on that movie said, "You know, look yeah. at him in that green sweater. Mm-hmm. Makes his eyes pop." Yeah. Yep. All right. I agree with you on that. Yep. One. Okay. Okay. The quandary search engine. Uh, when you when, have a quandary, when, where do you go? Yeah, when they were looking for Peter Anderson. <laughs> yep. Quandary that bitch. Quandary it. <laughs> um, I liked Karen. Karen was, was quirky, and I liked her. Yeah, well, and you know, it's so appropriate that her name is Karen, given right. the bad rap that Karens get nowadays. Yeah, she got, yeah, needs some positive reinforcement there. All right, I concede the battle. I, I think you win top five. Yep. Although quandary, I don't know. Was that five? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I gave three. Yeah. You gave three. So it's actually six. Right. Well, I'll give two more. Okay. Bring it. Their scene when they play chess. I thought that was cute. That was cute. Yeah. yeah. When I don't know if it makes a top five. No. Oh, ben, and, ben and Sarah were playing chess. <laughs> um, Quandry was there. Oh, when he took off his tuxedo jacket at the end and put it, put it around her. Oh, oh. That was my bottom five. Moments. I loved it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, well, first he's saying it's cold outside and every door into the Christmas party yeah, is Yeah, but open. I don't know that we've seen that this season. You mean the, what? You mean the chivalrous? Yeah. Can, yeah you're, okay. Did, All right. I get it. You're right. I think you're right. I just said I think you're right. Okay. Um, Frenchie and the the angel tree and... Oh. You know, she, she, a couple good quotes from her. Uh, she said, people we lose never really leave us. Oh, that yeah, was good. That is good. And then at the end, uh, Ben to Sarah said, home isn't a place. It's the people. Oh, I just got chills. So. Oh, you win. Yep. Who, who knew? Okay. Who knew that? All right. Now you have to start, start the bottom five then. Okay. Um, Owen and Cass. I didn't like them. I didn't like that no, storyline. No. It didn't make sense. And everybody else had a dead somebody. <laughs> and I just felt like they should have had a dead somebody. <laughs> okay. Okay. And that segues beautifully into my one of my top, my bottom five. Okay. There were so many dead pa- parents. There were. There were so, like, all the dead parents we missed in the other movies are all in this movie. Yeah, because Sarah had both of her parents. Oh, yep, yep. Jasper's wife was dead. Yep. Um... Frenchie, I think her husband, her husband died. Her husband which is died. Why she sold the inn. S- sold the inn. Yeah. 
Um, who else had dead parents? Well, isn't that, that's not enough? Dead parents? Did Ben have any we dead? Don't, we didn't hear about his parents. No. No. And then throw in a divorce in there. Right. For good measure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. No, that that's true. Yeah. That was good. Well, not good. Not good. Um, my COVID scene was when they were decorating the tree. And I noticed that in the beginning, they had quite a few extras. You know, when they went to the tree farm, they all oh, gathered around yep. the van. Yep. And then it was just weird. Oh, we're going to decorate the tree. And it was literally just the six yeah. characters. Yep. There was nobody... Like they had been quarantined together yes. making the film and that was all. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. How about this one? A character named Bess who is not 100 years old. <laughs> right? Bess? What? I don't know why they even had her. Why? She was She didn't play any role. And she yeah. wasn't even pesky. She was like, oh, she was a little bit pesky about you do everything well, she, for everyone. Well, ben. she judged the shit out of him for buying the inn, right? Right. Well, you know, most people just get a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Bess. You know, I, I that's that's those are my bad times. I mean, I really kind of like this movie. Except, wait, wait. Oh, how about this? How about those ornaments where you paint your favorite memory from the year? Yeah. Like, what would what would we paint on a twenty twenty <sighs> ornament, Brad? What would we paint? I don't know. What would you paint? <laughs> <laughs> it's all bad. Oh, a bottle of vodka, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many snowflakes would you give this? Oh, I actually really kind of like this film. I'm going to give it 3.2 snowflakes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, this is my highest rated film. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it, I gave Holly and Ivy 4.5. Um, so, and I gave Nashville Christmas 4.75. Yep. I, uh, could I, this get a perfect five? This is five snowflakes. What? Yeah, it's five snowflakes. <gasps> Don't ask. I'm not explaining. Just, just let me have it. It's a. It, it's yours, Brad. It's, it's yours. mine. I mean, it's a hashtag 2020. You get what you want. Yeah, and I do get what I want. You do. Growing up as a latchkey kid in a small town in Maine, I always assumed I was safe. After all, unless it makes national news, murder isn't something people talk about around here. But that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Murder, She Told is a true crime podcast featuring crime stories, unsolved murders of missing persons, and baffling cold cases from my home state of Maine, New England, and small towns across America. These are the crime stories your hometown doesn't want to talk about. The mysteries buried deep in the newspaper archives of local American history. These are the homicides you've probably never heard of before. Through detailed storytelling and connections with family, friends, and investigators closest to the case, Murder, She Told will hit home for any true crime fan, whether you're from Maine or from away. Visit MurderSheTold.com to suggest your hometown crime story. And subscribe now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'm Kristen Seavey, and this is Murder, She Told. Ooh, spooky. I don't don't think I'm going to sleep tonight, Brad. (laughs) Well, Molly, welcome back to our second part of this episode. And um, we have another guest with us this week. I love guests. And we just listened to the trailer for her new podcast. Uh, This is actress, podcaster, Kristen Seavey with us. Welcome, welcome. Hello. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you. And we wanted to bring you on this week. Not only do you have your podcast launching uh, December 15th. Yep, Tuesday. But we we thought it was ironic that Molly and I were talking about Christmas She Wrote and your new podcast is Murder She Told. So, And interestingly, Christmas She Wrote is also a crime. So there's that. <laughs> really? Yeah, well... You watched it, right? <laughs> Chris, Chris, what did what did you think? Oh, yeah, it was oh, a joke. Oh, that, that, that was a joke, Kristen. It was yeah. it, no, it it took me I a know. minute to process because I've I tried to put it out of my brain. Yeah, and I know it wasn't a funny joke, but sometimes I say the things they just come out. Well, why don't we have Kristen tell us a little bit about her podcast? Okay. I know we just listened to that very uh, cheery and uh, <laughs> warm filling oh, yeah, uh, really, trailer. I feel Feel real warm 10 fuzzy. days before Christmas, but why don't you tell us a little about, about how uh, this came to be for you? Yeah, hopefully I don't scare everyone off, but you know, I'm, I'm a complex person. I like Christmas and murder, so I'm hoping that other people do too. Um, so murder, I almost said murder she wrote, but it's murder she told um, because I'm definitely not Angela Lansbury as much as I wish I could be. 
um, is main crime stories. So I've always been a lifelong true crime fan um, since before it was cool. And there's just there's so many cases here that aren't covered in Maine um, and New England and you know, small town USA that just kind of get buried under the surface. And I love digging into those kinds of stories that people try to hide. And I just wanted to start a podcast on it. Um, I've been podcasting for about two years now, and I was on another show, but this is my first show that is just me. And yeah, I'm I'm really excited to dive into these stories. Okay, Kristen, that's enough. This is this is <laughs> okay. our podcast. Okay, we came. <laughs> Don't take advantage Although, of our generosity. I was a bit intrigued. It's so remote up here in some yeah. places. I I was just recording part of an episode and talking about a township way up north, and this township doesn't even have power. Ooh, like they're. There are places that that don't have power. They don't even have town names. It's just like RS143. Um, Perfect place to hide a body. Well, and I think if I lived there, I'd be homicidal too. So there you go. (laughs) All right. Well, let's let's dive into it. Okay. Okay. So Christmas, she wrote. There might as well have been a murder in this movie. It would have made it more. It would have been more interesting. (laughs) Our souls. Our souls were murdered after compromised. (laughs) Well, at least it opens up in New York City. With shopping. It does. Right? Shopping. It was ridiculous. How could you go wrong with shopping, though? Well, so we've got Kaylee, mm-hmm. who An, was- A lifestyle col- columnist or advice columnist for the- um, Empire, Empire City, City Globe. Globe. Yeah. Yes. And her uh, her gay BFF, and they're shopping for Christmas dresses. Well, and Kristen made a uh, an observation here. I, I immediately, off the bat, I was like, oh, this is Hallmark's, like- you know, try at diversity because <laughs> there is no straight man that knows what the Met Gala is. And I'm like, okay, he's he's definitely gay. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Steven. <laughs> oh, I, right? He's just been just pigeonholed right yeah. there. like <laughs> One minute into it. But <laughs> it was a pretty I, bad attempt, though. It was, bad. It was it ridiculous. Was so bad. I mean, so. and to, to open the movie with her, like she was like a 14 year old girl trying on a prom dress. So stupid. She was like waving it around. <laughs> like, <laughs> It was wings. She was airing some stuff out. Also, that is not what they wear at the Met Gala. Like, that would be the most basic dress for the Met Gala. I mean, there's no, like, like, stuffed heads or anything on it or what? Like, you bought that. <laughs> Forever that, 21. Like, Macy's. Yeah, like, Forever 21 or, like, Macy's discounts. Oh. So that, oh, so that wasn't for their office Christmas party. That's, that was for the Met Gala because she was going to go there before she got fired, right? Is that? No, she was. Yes. Yeah, because she always goes with him every year. But she the, wore that same dress to the... To the Christmas party. Yeah. Which is when... Asshole Trip steps on it. Very appropriate name. Yeah. And, Trip ter- and tears tears her tw- Forever 21 dress at the Christmas party. <laughs> that doesn't bode well for that. And I love how like multiple people came up and said, oh, your dress is oh, torn. Did you notice that your... <laughs> this was a metaphor no, for the entire movie. Like this dress being torn. It's the, Yeah. So Trip Wyndham, first of all, who cast that? That's a question for the ages, is it not? Maybe, maybe I... someone had COVID. He was like a last minute villain. <laughs> He was I strength. kept calling him the Rob Lowe knockoff because he looks like they tried to get Rob Lowe, but he wasn't available. So they're like, all right, where's where's like the impersonator that goes to the parties pretending to be Rob Lowe? That's been out in the sun too long. <laughs> he's le- he's leather. He's been a eating bit. too much. He is like leather. didn't eat healthy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it w- that that the pairing there was just it was so bad. Off the bat. So yeah, I mean that's the first impression was like and I'm watching and thinking, no, these two can't be these two he's going to get together with the receptionist at the hotel in pineberry or oh, something mary right so that would oh. make that would make more sense right because she's like at least but, half his age i would say oh don't even get me started about her oh, oh. we have oh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll there. get there we will get there <laughs> so as as expected she goes she gets fired right cost cutting she gets fired and i loved i loved that when he called her into the office she was like you're not even going to read my column you're just going to let me go and he was like yup <laughs> <laughs> didn't even it didn't even pause yeah. on that and then she's like merry christmas not like fuck you or just merry christmas so then she has to go home for christmas she just well she decides to go home for christmas right while she's watch writing her goodbye column to her readers with her plate of 20 cookies <laughs> in her like and the other thing that really always strikes me is how bright all of these rooms are oh well like, and Kristen, i mean you've lived in new york for how long and i mean are you <laughs> are you privy to these types of lofts that all of these hallmark characters regularly live in 
you know, I made a note of that. I'm like, this is unrealistic expectations, especially on a writer's salary to have this like beautiful sunlit brick where you could like hold a dance with 40 people and they would all fit. I'm like, this is not real. Yeah, she's not even syndicated till the end of the movie, so she can't afford it. Well, that. but she is very famous. She gets stopped right as well. she comes out of Forever 21. <laughs> oh, yeah. By one of her adoring fans yeah. who hates her mother-in-law. Right. That, another metaphor for, for this movie. Okay. So then why would she get fired if she was successful? That, that doesn't make any sense to me. Cutting corners doesn't really, I don't know, oh. do it for me. Well, well you know. and Tripp said something about the fact that, you know, there's no money in them. So, you know, maybe there's a following, but there's not, you're not driving with advertisements or whatever yeah. with, a, with a column like that. I just think it's sweet that you still think that there should, that, that it should make sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, and, you know, one of the things you learn is that nothing makes sense. Well, we have to point out that this also, um, we popped Kristen's Hallmark cherry. <laughs> yeah. So well, we I didn't. Just... <laughs> Trip Wyndham did. I've, oh, God. I, I need a shower. I need a shower. Now. Yeah, we've been. Moving on. Moving on. So she opens, she's, so anyway, she's sitting in her very large, well-lit loft in New York City that she obviously can't afford, I mean, and she gets a Christmas card from her sister, and this makes her think, well, why don't you just go home for Christmas yeah. to Pineberry, California, which, which is, is close to Lake Tahoe, <laughs> which doesn't exist. Doesn't we know exist. we live near Lake Tahoe, not a place. And and I think just the implication that there's a place called Pineberry was really, really offensive Some, to you. Somebody went, somebody went and looked. They got on their computer and Googled Pineberry, California, <laughs> just like we have with all of the, uh, you know, the Northeastern oh, yeah, all those know, little mistletoe, Maine. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she goes home mm-hmm, to Pineberry. Sister Amy. She, you know, obviously she owns a bakery. Right. Of course. Which serves hot cocoa. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, she, and. The niece is Charlotte. Charlotte. Which, I'm sorry, I don't want to go there, but. Um, what was? Oh, are you going to malign children again, Brad? Well, you know, this is a family show. Charlotte didn't even have braces in this movie, <laughs> but she had a mouthful of saliva. <laughs> oh, that would be great, Shrimp Wyndham. Thank you so much. <laughs> she really did. Oh, con, Brad. She really, and I did. I'm sorry, <laughs> but yes, we've well, got Amy. Assuming they're good at casting anyone, <laughs> right? But they've got Amy, and they've got Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte, and then there's Rob, who is the Local newspaper editor? Yes. Who also, yeah, who also handles the, the school paper that Charlotte is writing. Right. And then they're trying to set up Amy, Amy and Rob. They've got a crush. Right. Oh, from but, high school. Right. But Amy explains <laughs> that he only likes my cookies. <laughs> <laughs> she said that. That's a quote. Oh, but not oh. the milk. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Did I, was that a little too spicy? We just added a double. Well, now the, we have a double E rating. We didn't, on our we didn't say gingerbread cookies, Kristen. We had <laughs> sugar. Those are sweet, Chocolate not spicy. Chip cookies. <laughs> oh. Um, and let's. Oh, and then we meet Mr. Grantham, the evil newspaper owner. Right. Who calls Trip Wyndham. In the beginning, I thought his name was Chip again. Mm. Chip and Trip. Anyway, who calls Chip and demands. Oh, I said Chip again. <laughs> demands that he rehire Kaylee. Because all of her listeners or readers, sorry, she's got demand that she come back. Right. Well, she's got fans, and fans are the ones that subscribe to the newspaper. That's right. So, to Kristen's point, yeah. Why was she canceled? Okay. Right. Because he didn't bother to read it. Right. Right. So he. So obviously, the next step is for Trip to fly to Pineberry, which is well after after Kaylee has you know a- after she's explained to her sister that this is her dream job that she. Has done this for five years. Yeah. Then when Trip continues to call, ignore, ignore, ignore. Right. <laughs> like what? What adult human being who has a professional job, even if they just got fired, would like continually? I mean, she practically threw her phone in the toilet to get it to stop ringing. Right, and like, she was a therapist before she was a columnist, so <laughs> she's oh, obviously man. very emotionally well. What? Oh well, no, she's she's not even tempered. <laughs> no, she's she throws or emotionally mature. She or... throws a, a tantrum. She's arrogant. She's the worst. The acting in that scene where she's just you know freaking out about her phone going off every five minutes was very painful. <laughs> well, Kristen, how would you have done it? <laughs> More realistic. Okay, and... ring, ring, ring. It's me, Trip. <laughs> Oh, gosh darn it. I can't answer this phone. He just fired me. Oh, I'm just going to ignore it. 
Ring, ring, ring. Oscar. <laughs> it's me, Trip again. <laughs> oh, that was your Oscar moment. Yes. Well, my husband was watching this with me. Um, well, he, you know, he's playing um, a game on his phone and watching it. And he goes, are they reading from cue cards? That, that was his commentary on the acting in this film. So it was uh, not good. Yeah. Um, oh, and so Trip goes to Pineberry. Yeah, checks in at the Pineberry Inn. Right. Where, with nosy-ass Mary. With Mary goes, we take payment in cash, credit, frankincense, and myrrh. <laughs> oh, I wrote that down, too. <laughs> I'm just like, of course. <laughs> of course they do. Like, who who doesn't? Uh, except I couldn't remember how to spell myrrh. So. Oh, M-Y-R-R-H? Yeah. Why do you know I that? I thought the... F- I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Kristen. I, I thought the funniest thing about Mary, though, was that for some reason she knew that he was from New York City when he handed her his credit card. And then she was just like, New York City? What are you doing in them there parts over here? <laughs> no, except she handed his driver license to her. Oh, the driver. Okay. She handed something. And then she just has this moment as if nobody ever travels to Pineberry and what? There's a visitor? You're from New York City? My stars. Well, and she probably runs the only hotel there, so she would literally meet every traveler that goes there. Right. So, yeah. Well, and I'm guessing they're skiing. Well, they're close to t- South Lake, right? If they're at Lake Tahoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Trip refused. He says, I'm never leaving. I'm not leaving Pineberry until you agree to come back because you need to come back, right? Well, first, uh, well, yeah, Mary, Mary, you know, knowing where everybody's whereabouts are in the in the oh, town, that's right. sends sends him right over to the Golden Butter Bakery. Um, <laughs> Golden Butter, oh, I where don't even know. where Kaylee is cleaning the the displays very Does thoroughly. Everybody know Kaylee from like her childhood. I just find like if I if somebody came here looking for me and they just asked some rando in town, they probably wouldn't know where I was. Just oh, like God, everybody just knows Kaylee and they're right. like, oh yeah, she's you know, in, in the Hallmark universe. She's <laughs> okay. Kristen, she's Hallmark universe. Fam- she's famous. She's she famous, famous from New York. <laughs> right. She's wow. a big successful writer in New York. So I mean I'll be. So yeah, so so Trip says, let here so this is we're we're at the twenty minute mark where I in my notes I said, movie should be over. <laughs> She, she should say yes and go home. <laughs> he he came back to give her her job back. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't want it. No, no, I'm I've, I've got another gig. I'm staying here. She's just so petulant. But five minutes before was her most important job, dream job. Yeah. Well, and then she missed her t- big ski trip to somewhere. Aspen. Oh, Aspen. Just because Trip fired her. What a douche. Okay. So what a douche. So <laughs> definitely struggle, right? He struggles to get her. She she won't agree. So he calls Mr. Oh, Grantham. Mr. Grantham. Grantham. I almost said Grantham. It's a, it's a very rich sounding name. Right. Right. And uh, Mr. Grantham says, well, if you don't get her back on payroll, you better start looking for a new job. And I'm like, at this point, it, hasn't he only been there like three days? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Who paid for his flight there? I feel like this paper is struggling. Yet he's like, I'm just going to charge this flight and this hotel on the company car. And I'm going to stay as long as I want. As long as I have to. To get Kaylee back. But and, well, uh, I was just going to say, and, uh, you know, charge myself a day rate while I'm there. Oh, per diem. <laughs> per diem. So then just to spite Trip, because, um, you know, she's not going back to New York. She decides to write this 12 days before Christmas column, column in the local newspaper there. Right. Which, which, by the way, again, so arrogant because he that's when Rob says, well, you do realize tomorrow is 12 days before Christmas, which... He says, how fast can you get something out? And she's like, oh, don't even worry about it. I, t- I write faster than Santa's sleigh. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, he was just asking. God, you don't have to be a but it, it's, to everybody. It's like the head. She had this like perpetual like, hmm, uh-huh, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm, my head's moving. <laughs> my head, look, look what my head does. Oh. <laughs> uh. Okay, so, and what my favorite thing about all these 12 days before Christmas is just how involved, like, she has some kind of an event for every article. Right. Or column. Like, so we have the Christmas tree lot. Close your eyes, please. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's when, because Trip wasn't closing his eyes when she was trying to do, like, the pine tree meditation. She oh. looked over at him. And- <laughs> well, and I love, that, so these are people that live in small town California, right? Up uh, Lake Tahoe. They live in a pine forest, and she somehow has to introduce them to the fucking pine forest? <laughs> yeah. And, and the therapeutic qualities of the fucking pine forest? I have to say, at this point, 
and I don't know about you guys, but someone had a lead foot on that snow machine because <laughs> that snow machine looked like cottonwoods were blown around everywhere. <laughs> Like, I didn't even know it snowed in California at that area. Oh, I, I literally Googled it. Oh, Lake Tahoe. I've oh. only ever been to LA. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in the mountains here. Yeah. Okay. I know um, it's hard to believe because everybody thinks we're right by Las Vegas, but we are. But yeah, though, every time. And the best part was is that then every time Trip came back into like an indoor scene, um, wearing his, you know, wool pea coat. It looked like he had dandruff all over his clothes because <laughs> that the, the, the soap snow was like <laughs> blowing everywhere. Um, and so then we just have like all of this, like him trying to win her over, right? Right. And, and then intro ex-boyfriend. Well, then is this where Charlotte with her mouthful of saliva slips on her <laughs> trips on the ice? Uh, oh God, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, the whole movie was just a no, no, mash of crap. You're right. So this is when now Trip has realized that maybe he needs to do a little bit more research on Kaylee. He's now seen her in play, you know, at right. a couple of these events. Right. Um, so he sits down to read her. Um, oh, her, her, her columns. Her column. Yeah. For the last five years. Uh, your best self with Kaylee King. And then he approaches her. And so, Kristen, just so you know, if you haven't, which I know you haven't, listened to our episodes, uh, we like to get really critical when there's too much hot chocolate consumption in these movies. There which was, there always is. And there was so much. So in much. It's like it's like the mo last two movies we've watched or reviewed didn't have as much. No. It's like they saved it all up. For this one. For this fucking movie. So here, here's Kaylee. She's sitting at her... Uh, you know, at the co the coffee shop and he walks in and he sits down and he makes some random comment about the fact that he wished he would have read her column earlier to learn how to propose right? because he waited too long and he worked too much. Yeah. And again, at 50 years old, he said he's still trying to find the work life balance. Oh I'm God, like, that <laughs> man's not 50 years old. That you, you just insulted me. I'm almost 50 years old. He had to have been at least 60. Oh, in real life? Yeah. No, he's 50. Oh, Oh, I will yeah. never forgive you for pointing that oh, out. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the most awkward moments when he's like, I wish I'd read your call so I would know when to propose. Right. I'm like, what the... F well, they Too have lots of information. Yeah, so... Well, and that's how this always, these, these things always go, where the, the dynamic is totally non-existent. And then when they start to talk to one another, it's, so tell me about your personal life. Tell, tell yeah. me about the last time you, you laid in bed with someone. But it's never like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's never like, oh, and it's so always at least five years. Person? It's always five always, years. Always, always. And, and they left you at the altar. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. But it's never like, you know, you know, do you have, you know, do you, are you from here or yeah, are you a dog person or a cat person? It's always like, so when was the last time you boned somebody? Right. Yeah. Like every time. It's, Just cut through the fat, man. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the point. So this is where we learn that Kaylee in her, which again, she's a therapist. We clearly have learned Obviously here a bad therapist has yeah. not does not have the coping mechanisms to deal with her own emotions as she was left at the altar mm -hmm. oh she wasn't no, left at the two altar. weeks before and and i have to say what a shitty ass guy because let's assume that dan mm -hmm. was is part of the doctors without borders since right. he's going I think to that's what they're implying going right. to haiti yeah oh heaven forbid that you know two weeks before your christmas eve wedding <laughs> he decided to go to haiti to help people and he's of course <laughs> because of course it's a christmas eve wedding too right. i know and so and we've we, talked about we've, this yeah. how selfish how selfish <laughs> would it be to have a christmas eve wedding it's the epitome of selfishness right like having a birthday on christmas how dare you right like you don't get two presents you get <laughs> but but also so we've learned that kaylee's coping mechanism was to write a romance romance novel <laughs> that is still yet to be finished it, well, oh, she, I forgot. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah I that, watched this last night and I forgot about that. Well, that's I'm a coping like, mechanism. Yeah, you, you it know. is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just forget that ridiculous part. Right. Yeah. So that's when we get the call that Charlotte has slipped at the <laughs> retirement home on the ice, and Amy is at Lake Tahoe getting supplies. Right. So Kaylee and Kaylee and Trip have to go pick her up. His rental car is right out front. Right out front. Yeah. So and and who happens to be the residing doctor that day? Doctor Dr. Dan. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Because so the, Kaylee is convinced that being back in Pineberry, she's not going to bump into Dan, but she does. Obviously. So they go back. They drop Charlotte off, and 
Trip is back and God, my note here is get back to the front desk, Mary. <laughs> so this is now where Trip is talking to the human resource folks. Right. Or, or talking to or directly, somebody right. and letting them know to contact human resources because they've been let go. He's standing in a hotel lobby firing a, people. Right. And yeah. here comes Mary saying, <laughs> what's going on? Of course. <laughs> well, Kaylee's having an, an ice skating session tonight. What did they call it? Oh, ice break. Breaking uh, oh, the ice. Breaking the ice yeah. that yeah. you should go oh. to. I wrote down, oh, hi, ice rink. But it had that big sleigh thing in the middle. <laughs> Like, that's not a distraction. Not at all. Like, that's not a death, you know, trap. Like, you. But it was really funny because I've been following some of these as the movies have been made. And so, what I learned is that Dana, is it Danica McKellar? I don't know her last Mm -hmm. name. Okay. She. Wonder Years Girl. Yeah, Wonder Girls here. (laughs) Winnie. 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 She did not know how to skate. Oh. So, they had an extra for the the shots behind her. And then they had her on a platform. Uh when they, they were shooting in front. But right. did you guys notice how much taller she appeared? <laughs> no. She was like hovering because she was on like a, a foot taller like platform. You know, all they need is a little piece of carpet or something onto the No, this was like a full like device mechanism that was like pulling her on the ice. Oh, so she could actually move. So she was moving oh. on the platform to make it look like she was skating. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was ridiculous. Very um, high tech. And of course there was more goddamn hot chocolate. So this is the third time. But this- how about the ice rink though? When a trip is like creepy, like skating by, like <laughs> oh, I heard, I heard you talking about your romance novel. <laughs> oh, no, I heard you that talking is- about creative writing. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? He's like, spe- and then there's you speed, should- speed skating. So, oh, I was just saying, you should make a a drinking game out of the hot chocolate sightings. Mm, well, and so Stephen. <laughs> and I don't ever actually, I, apparently they all are just besties from the same town in California. It so, sounds like it. They all went to high school So Stephen comes home. We find out that Tripp has fired him. He's one of the people that was fired from the lobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So him and Kaylee go home. And speaking of drinking, Kristen, um, <laughs> what do they, what do the two of them come up with for the next day's activity? Oh, a cocktail. What is it called? A cocktail, Christmas cocktail thingy. A Christmas cocktail connection. Oh, Santa Clausmopolitan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, is that the only one that you got? Is that the only one you wrote down? That was, I think so. That <laughs> oh, was the one that really yeah, well, actually made me like cackle. <laughs> well, there is not just a Santa Clausmopolitan, but Stephen comes up with jingle juice. <laughs> Kaylee comes up Ew. with Mary Margaritas. <laughs> I remember the margarita. She also comes up with a rock and rain beer. Oh God! And then, and then at the party, they also have Chris mimosas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when it was, but there was at one point during the movie where she's drinking a glass of wine. I think it might have actually been at the beginning, and she clearly did not take a sip of it. Yeah, that's that's that happens. That's pretty common. But we have to say, but at least she's holding wine and not cocoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's the, you know, that's the defining the scandal. <laughs> so well, the other thing that happens at the bar, do you remember? So this whole thing when you've got the the rivalry between Dan and Trip, yeah, and they're always like standing next to each other, or like they wa- actually literally walked into the room side by side. It was right. not awkward at all. No, no. Well, and then Dan offers to pay for the thirty open bar for thirty, 30 minutes. minutes, and Trip says, <laughs> "I'll do an hour." <laughs> Oh, no, it's vice versa. It's vice versa. Trip said. Because, you know, Doctors Without Borders guys are rich, right? So he can afford to pay for right. a whole hour. But this this is where Stephen and what's... Did we find out what his little love interest... Oh, Ben, ben the bartender. Ben, ben, the bartender. Who's also a, a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Gets free uh, free vouchers. Yeah. Yeah, they bump into... Hey, that's, that's smart. <laughs> yeah, right. They, but they, 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 they're sharing a Santa Clausmopolitan... <laughs> They need, they deserve justice. Like, give them a whole movie. Agreed. Agreed. Oh. Murder, murder he wrote. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Murder he wrote. <laughs> Christmas he wrote. Christmas. Um, <laughs> sorry, I got getting these things all confused. Well, so then there was this awkward exchange between Dan and Kaylee where he comes up. I'm going to say he's had a couple of drinks. She, he comes up to her and he says something like, you know what I want? I want you to be happy. <laughs> so yeah. we now know that uh, 
he's interested in getting back together. Mm-hmm. Amy is hosting a Christmas comfort, a uh, Christmas out of your comfort zone dinner. Right. Very intimate, where she invites Trip. Trip, right? Trip. And Kaylee's cooking, which apparently she's very bad at, as evidenced by the fact that she made a lamb tartlet. Well, did you guys see the way that she was chopping that zucchini? She had the knife and she was like chopping, but she had wi- the wine glass in her other hand. <laughs> so Pretty no, sure that's impossible. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. And what did she make? She made lamb. Lamb tartlet with some kind of ratatouille crap. Oh, I, I, I don't know. It oh, did. yeah. Ratatouille. Yeah. That, that, those are the things that popped to me. And there was some other shit on it, but I don't know. It well, looked the- grody. The whole meal was the whole that whole scene was ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. Yeah, the candle. I don't think but things she's... actually catch on fire. No, in the oven, a pie. That's of <laughs> like all a things, pie catching on fire. And didn't she say like what temperature did you put it on? Four seventy five. So you had like the shaving cream fire extinguisher <laughs> that went all over his face that you know wasn't supposed to, and then they just kept it because it was ridiculous. And what was it? I mean, that that whole scene was just so bad. And and let's be real, like you said, Kristen. That was like they put like a votive candle in, in a pie. It was like a birthday, <laughs> right. a, bur- a birthday pie. Some scotch and a blowtorch. Like we didn't need a fire extinguisher. <laughs> but then we had the charades, which were also ridiculous. So, so bad. Yep. Two words. <laughs> Big belly, bag over the shoulder. And somebody said the Grinch. I know. <laughs> it's like, I, I can't, I can't quite put my finger on exactly what you're trying to do. Who could this be? Who could it be? Okay. Yeah, just unbelievable. So... Well, but first, somewhere along the line, Trip inspires her to finish her novel, right? Yep, and uh, does so right outside the front door on the beautiful porch. I have some news. Yeah, I I finished the last chapter of my novel. Congratulations, Kelly. That is great news. So tell me, how does it end? You still want to read it? You can find out for yourself. I would love to read it. Why did it change your heart? You. You reminded me of my old column. Take charge of your destiny. Right? Yeah. Why do you care so much about my novel anyway? Because I think it's pretty amazing that you've turned a bad situation into something that could be pretty great. (sighs) And I think you should try and get it published. Uh. Oh, come on. Come on, think about it. Kaylee King, best-selling author. I don't know. It's got a ring to it, if you ask me. <laughs> you don't even know if it's any good. I know that you're a great writer. Okay. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Thank you. No judgment? No judgment. Thanks. And I, I promise that I will make a decision soon about coming back to the paper at, after the snowball. What's the uh, snowball? Oh, it's a Christmas Eve gala I'm throwing for my final column. Okay, well, I'll be there. Are you sure? It's still a week until Christmas. Yeah. You don't need to get back to New York? I I don't want to keep you here. Apparently, the uh, mountain air has gotten to me, and um, so have you. The mountain air. <laughs> that just means you have less oxygen. <laughs> just means you're oxygen deprived. Your brain is slowly dying. Um, one of the things that I th- thought was kind of funny about that is that she- she's talking to an editor whose l- job is literally to judge every single thing about a newspaper. No judgment. No judgment. <laughs> Good luck with that, bitches. <laughs> so then we... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. In the following scenes, we see uh, Trip and Kaylee sort of having a montage of different yeah. scenes to to, uh, to to progress us through a week of him still being there. And to but, make us maybe believe that they might be interested in each other. Right, they're building a snowman together. He's <laughs> sitting at the cafe reading the manuscript untitled romance novel. <laughs> I'm just rolling my eyes so hard. Also about her ex-fiance, I'm like, you don't get another chance. You left me at the altar on my wedding and you think that moving back to Pineberry is going to like make me want to take you back? No, thank you. Nope. Well, but she's not really willing to like give anything a second chance. She's not will- she doesn't want to give uh, initially. Right. She it's doesn't want 
<laughs> Except she wouldn't answer his phone calls until he showed yeah, right? up. But he had to go across the country to get her attention. She strongly dislikes him at the beginning of the film. I'm not going to say hate because I feel like that's a swear word in Hallmark territory. So she strongly dislikes him. But then, you know, she uh, starts to show a little a little leg. <laughs> so she got to reel him back in, right? Yeah. 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 So we fast forward. He rings the doorbell. Trip rings the doorbell. He's at the door. He barges into Kaylee's house with, with great news. Great news. Yeah. She's received a book deal, <laughs> and they're going How? to <laughs> they're, syndicate her. They're, they're syndicate her column. She can finally afford that loft, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and what is her reaction? She is pissed. <laughs> so pissed. Throws him, out, throws him out of the house. That's her how, only reaction. How dare you? This is my most intimate <laughs> thing. The I've most ever. intimate thing I've ever written. Not, I, I mean, excluding my her, life. <laughs> excluding her 12-year-old diary. Of right. course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So now we jump to the snowball. I think the first thing or like the most glaring thing that I noticed about this snowball was the knockoff christmas music it kind of sounded like christian rock christmas music but but it had to be like knockoffs of stuff because they can't get the rights to the real yeah things. well mm-hmm. we, we've learned that depending on how big of a star is in the movie you either get like the legitimate christmas music <laughs> or you get the music that or some guy whipped out his synthesizer right <laughs> put something together yeah whipped it up but isn't she like a star isn't she one of their like biggest stars why does she not deserve you know well i don't i, don't, know, the, I mean wham song <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe at this point we should start to reconsider her to being one of their starlets because her acting was awful the acting I mean, was, was terrible so bad the casting was terrible yep. it's not like she got a christmas daddy in this movie nope <laughs> <laughs> no christmas daddy. I, before you said that she was the girl on the wonder years i hadn't made that connection for some reason oh and i'm telling you there are there are moments in this movie as someone that watched that show growing up that she behaves like eight-year-old winnie cooper when she sla- when she kicked when she kicked Trip out of the, mm-hmm. it was like instant flashback of moments when she would slam the door in Kevin's face when he would walk her home, and, and she didn't want anything to do with him. Well, then you wondered, like, did the director want that? Like, is he trying to evoke that? Right, but I she just know. never outgrew that like <laughs> childlike behavior. <laughs> what adult slams the door in someone else's face? Oh, is that a thing? <laughs> Well, I've me, been, I've me been, but you do know I'm I'm not really an adult. I've been quarantined too long. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody for months. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. The first time somebody comes over to my house, I'm I'm kicking them out just to just slam, slam the, the door. door. Just to slam it. Ugh. But yes, the rest of the snowball, nothing nothing substantial happens. It's it's merely a chance for her to stew about how bad she actually behaved, right? She right. she now realizes that she's um she overreacted. We find out that Trip Mary, Blabbermouth Mary, <laughs> told her that uh, he quit. He quit the job that he's yeah. been at for five and a half days. <laughs> and he left early. Yep. Um, we find out that Ben and Steven are going to New York and they're going to fly back and forth to Pineberry with. They're going to make the long distance thing. Right. Yeah, with those yeah. flight vouchers. I'm like, didn't you guys just meet each other? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. In Hallmark land, you really only need about. 72 hours yeah and then you and then, then you, you can, can can um confess that you're in love publicly but you can't kiss you can't kiss you can't touch each other no and yeah i mean it's yeah no 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 <laughs> molly i'm sorry this isn't lifetime <laughs> but then at the very end so we are we are three and a half minutes from the end of yes. this movie mm-hmm. and who should appear Trip. Trip. <laughs> Is it true you quit your job? Yeah. I don't want to make people feel bad anymore. People aren't numbers in a spreadsheet. And I didn't realize how miserable I was until I met you. What are you going to do? I actually have a lead on a business report job. Yeah, for the first time in my life, I'm going to do what I want to do. That's wonderful. 
So where is this dream taking you, geographically speaking? My hometown, San Francisco. It's just uh, a couple of hours from here. Um, I, I could write the column from here in Pineberry and maybe reconsider publishing my novel. What about Dan? Is he staying? Dan wants to save the world. I just love how that's the last thing on his mind. Well, what about Dan? <laughs> because the rest right. of that conversation, there's no in, real indicator of to what 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 if, what have they decided? <laughs> San Francisco's two hours away. She could write from Pineberry. What are they going to? I they they couldn't decide. No, they did not. They weren't able to decide. Which, I love that he has this huge epiphany, like literally a life changing epiphany within this little tiny trip and then he's just like i'm just gonna give away everything and just come to pineberry or san francisco and and create a new life because i'm a bad person <laughs> yes <laughs> and you're right kirsten listening to that again he sounds just like rob lowe that that yeah, really yeah. sounded like rob yeah. lowe it's like leather rob lowe <laughs> <laughs> and so with only 15 seconds left of the movie he pulls her out onto the dance floor. Ugh. And they share. They share. Oh. The worst. It was such a bad kiss. It was kiss. so bad. It was like, it was like she had been asked to kiss her dad or she, something yeah, on the mouth. It, it, they were like, it just was, we just it's a we just gotta do this once. We gotta just get this once, over Danica. With. Just one it's take. A one take wonder. It's a one take. Like lancing the boil. Come on. Yeah. Oh <laughs> God. <laughs> I will say, though, for as wholesome as Hallmark is, I'm like, that's a pretty, like, strangely juicy kiss where, like, physically it looks juicy, but it also looks very awkward and uncomfortable. Nope, nope, nope. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. We have seen some good ones. There have been some good oh, ones. Some there real good ones. There have been a couple ones. good ones, yeah. Mm -hmm. One where, like, you know they're hooking up off screen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and that is the end. The end. So, Kristen, here on Home for Hallmark, Molly and I like to give uh, snowflake ratings for these movies. Okay. And so, as our honorable guest, we would like to start with you. How many snowflakes would you give Christmas She Wrote? Well, I have nothing to go by, but I'm just... I'm just gonna say about a half a snowflake. Ah, yes. Oh. It's a fraction. Oh wow. Molly's got a fan in Kristen. <laughs> well, I was gonna say last week on If I Only Had Christmas, which was the quintessential uh Hallmark Queen, Candace Cameron Burray's take on Wizard of Oz. So what did I give it? I gave it one snowflake. You rounded up to one. Did you? I was, was oh, remember. Oh, yes. Kristen, it was USS Christmas that you gave. Kristen, I've got to agree. <laughs> I'm going to give this one a half of a snowflake. This yes. was the worst of the season for me. And while we only have one episode left next week, <laughs> out of the 15 that we've watched or so, mm. which now that we're about at the halfway, we, we have, we are at the 50% of the Hallmark and Hallmark movies and mysteries new releases this year. I don't think that's such a terrible percentage yeah. out of the ones we have watched. It is by far my least favorite. Well, and now I guess it's my turn now to award some snowflakes, mm -hmm. except that I think these bitches owe me snowflakes. <gasps> Whoa. Uh -oh. It's so bad. Right. I think they owe me five snowflakes. <laughs> I want all the snowflakes back, Brad. It missed in every. It missed in casting. It missed in every possible way. This film was a miss, right? Yeah, I don't know. It did not unwrap my inner cheer. No. <laughs> no, I, I. Well, thank you for validating yeah. uh, my I, half I, a snowflake. Yeah, I wrapped a plastic bag around my head halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought, man, let's, let's see if this makes oh. it more enjoyable. We're no. recording this from beyond the grave. Yeah. <laughs> well, and with that, Kristen CV, thank you for joining us. Um, your podcast, Murder She Told, comes out Tuesday, 
December 15th. Where can people find you? I do at Murder She Told Podcast. Nice. For Instagram. Perfect. Well, <laughs> we'll look forward to listening. And uh, hopefully Molly and I haven't uh, killed ourselves watching <laughs> more of these Hallmark movies before your episode comes out. <laughs> Well, if you do, I'll just cover it on my podcast. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's the crossover we're looking for. We've made it. Woo! Molly, we have made it through our, is this our seventh episode? Well, are you counting our bonus? Well, so, so eight. this oh. eighth episode. <laughs> we didn't put a lot of thought into that. We just... But it was quite entertaining. I mean, I well, we didn't put thought into it, but I think I'm going to be thinking about it for the rest of the week. I'm I, honestly, uh, yeah. I mean, we're going to have to go back and listen to it because we just posted it right away. But I think it. I know we didn't. We don't even know what we said. I know it could be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> we will know by the time this airs. Yeah, we wanted to be jet setters, <laughs> trendsetters, and and be ahead of the curve for once. For once. For once. <laughs> well, I. I have to say, I was a little bit surprised, not surprised, yeah. um, elated that, you know, after last week and getting the email <laughs> where um, we essentially thought that people didn't like us. Right. We're pretty sure they kind of hated us yeah. a little bit. Yeah. We got a really, really nice email from this woman named Frederica. Oh. And um, she said, Molly and Brad, I appreciate your last episode, which had a review of USS Christmas and If I Only Had Christmas. I did appreciate the military perspective from James Stewart. So look at James Stewart getting a shout out. However, your review of CCB's movie was hilarious. (laughs) I did not realize the movie was supposed to be based on The Wizard of Oz until it was half over and by then was already annoyed with the entire movie. Thank you (laughs) for providing the recap of the absurd references to Oz and commentary on the overall bad plot. I am glad that we were on the same page with this movie. Thanks and good luck podcasting the rest of this season. So Frederica, thank you so much. She's our soul sister. (laughs) Good. I, you know, when I saw that come through, I thought, okay, maybe we were a little bit of redemption, a little bit of, and our rating. I mean, I guess we're ranked somewhere. I know. How cool is that? I had no idea that was a thing. Like five people listen to us regularly. No, we were on the uh, U.S. movie review uh, charts for Apple Podcasts. At number 100. Woohoo! So thank we you. Crack the 100. We, the top 100. we got a listener or two. <laughs> so send the love. We like the hate. We, we, we like the hate. Yeah, we've got it. We love the hate. <laughs> <laughs> so. I mean, I think you can figure that out about us. We love the hate. Right. We love the love. Mm-hmm. So, so email us at homeforhallmark at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at homeforhallmark. And join us next week for our last episode. Not our last episode, our season finale. (laughs) And thank you. Goodbye.